Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hi, gorgeous. It's Denise here and welcome back to Chill and Prosper. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Today we are talking about celebrating your success and what that can bring up for you and what money mindset lessons we might have about how you celebrate and how you not celebrate and all the things. So at the start of the year, every year, or around like, uh, you know, 30th of, 31st of December, I always send out an article about how I do a New Year's Eve ritual. And I started doing this a couple of years ago where I'd sit and acknowledge things that happened in the year. And my only question back to myself was always, what else? So it was like, oh, I want to celebrate. Oh, I released a book this year okay, what else? That's great. What else? And I just would put all of them down because um, if you're like a squirrel brain like me and you forget things, or if you're a bit of a workaholic like me and you you just move on to the next thing, it's really hard to like anchor in that success and celebrate and acknowledge it. So I just want to expand on that a little bit to see what could be going on for you around around that. So... um, as I said, I am someone who moves on very quickly. Like I'll just go, yep, cool, I did that thing and I, I'm, I'm just I'm already on to the next thing. And actually I handed in a book recently and then I was like sent the thing and then I sent an email straight away to the editor going, okay, cool, can we work on the cover for the next book now? Like literally two minutes after um, because I'm always thinking about that next thing. And so it's really easy to forget what you've accomplished. Um, we Apparently we overestimate what we could a- a- accomplish um you know, in a year, but we underestimate what we could do in 10 years. And it's really interesting to see that. So one thing I've been doing recently is I've just had a really simple system. I've got a little Google sheet, a little Google spreadsheet. And every time something good happens, I'll just like, I'll just write it down. And it's, it could be a really small thing like, oh, I set a boundary with this person today. Or I said no to this thing, or I said yes to this thing, and I'm really proud of myself. Or I, um, you know, batched my podcast, or I did a thing that was scary, or I asked for money, or I sent an invoice, or whatever it is. And I just put, I just keep it there in no particular system. It's just literally just a list, because then I can see, like, oh wow, I've actually done a lot, and I'm really proud of myself for doing that. So sometimes it's just the pause to go, oh wow, look at what I've done. And not get derailed when things don't necessarily go your way. And I've done podcast episodes about this, about how people feel rejection or if they've got a failed launch, they really make up stories about, oh, my God, nobody liked my thing and and nobody wanted it. Instead of going, well, one person did and that's worthy of celebration or even, hey, nobody bought, but oh, my God, I did my sales page and I did videos and I did handouts. Like that's worthy of celebration. But if you're someone who's always looking for like what you didn't do and where the um, where it wasn't perfect, it can be really hard to break that habit. You might have even had parents, nothing was ever good enough for them. You know, I've heard people who've had uh, parents who are really strict on grades and you, you went, oh, I've got an A and they go, well, how come you didn't get an A plus? Or I got 99%. Well, what happened to the other 1%? Why didn't you get that? And that's really hard. So I'm sorry if that's how you're living your life. I really do because it's in business, nothing's going to be 100%. You're not going to get 100% of 
people love you. You're not going to get all five-star reviews on your book. You're not going to uh, have a track record of never having a refund. At some point, there'll be refunds. At some point, somebody won't like you. You'll get someone who says they hate you or you suck. It is just, it is what it is. And so if you're trying to always find that 100% perfection, it's just really, really difficult. And you might not ever celebrate it because you go, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Um, where else you might not be celebrating is that, so often we compartmentalize money. Okay. And so we go, this money's real and this money's not real. And we talk about this a lot in Money Bootcamp, by the way, so you might have heard it in there if you're part of that group. But where is money real to you and where is it not real? So you might go, it's real because it's my day job and it's my salary. That money is real. But it's not real when people pay me to do this thing that's really easy and fun. That's not real. And so therefore, you might not be charging well enough for it. You might not be invoicing people. You might not be like chasing people up or increasing your prices or even just acknowledging it because in your mind, that's not real money. Uh, It could be that PayPal money is not real to you. That just feels like, you know, a little bit of extra money. You might have a side hustle that doesn't feel real to you. And you might have people in your life that's like, oh, you're a cute little pin money your little side hustle money. And you go, yeah, but it's not real. But it's not real. It doesn't count. Uh, and so then you're not even celebrating what's actually coming in. So I really highly recommend everyone track their money all the time, right? Know what you're, what, what are you bringing in? What are you actually achieving? And sometimes this happens, right? I've seen two different things this week in Money Bootcamp. People join and they go, oh, wow, I've never tracked before. And actually I have hit six figures. I thought I was like, like a little bit under it and I never thought I was actually over it and I've, I'm actually over it. And you go, how can people not know? It's because they haven't looked and they haven't looked until the end of the year because they don't want to acknowledge it. They don't want to scare it away. They don't want to jinx it. They don't want it to attract bad things to balance it out. They don't want to attract attention from anybody they don't want the mantle of a six-figure business owner. They don't want the mantle of a successful person. If you have to acknowledge it, and maybe that means that you have to give up parts of your identity. You know, like if I acknowledge the fact that I'm an author, then I have to, what does that mean? And I actually struggled with that one for a long time. I didn't celebrate books because I was, well, first of all, because I was self-published for years. And so people would go, wow, you've got a book. And I go, yeah, but it's just self-published. And now I'm like, oh, self-publishing is amazing. But I'd go, it's not a real book. I'm not going to celebrate it. I'm not going to acknowledge it. I didn't have a book party for any of my books. I still haven't, right? And I probably should soon. But I didn't want to acknowledge it because then I'd have to admit that I was an author. And what did that mean about myself? I thought, if I acknowledge that I'm an author, people are going to think I'm so up myself, that I'm like too big for my boots, you know, that I think that I'm so freaking good. So I wouldn't acknowledge that. And then when I got published by Hay House, and then again, I dismissed it. People go, oh, wow, it's so cool. You're published by Hay House. And I was like, yeah, but it was just a fluke. It's not real. And they're like, didn't you get a three book deal with Hay House? And I was like, yeah, but it's not real. (laughs) I'm not a real writer. I'm not a real author. And so I I wouldn't celebrate it. And I really dismissed it. And I deflected those compliments all the time. Uh, So where are you doing that in your life? Where are you just going, no, it's not real? Either the money's not real or the success is not real or acknowledging it means that something actually bad would happen. 
Um, all right, so ponder that a little bit and I'll be right back after this very quick break. Bye. Hi, I'm Jazz Rollinson. I'm a book coach and resilience speaker based in Brisbane, Australia. And I read Denise's book, Get Rich Lucky Bitch, um, two months ago after being recommended to it by a friend. And I absolutely cannot believe the life-changing things that have happened in, in such a small space of time since reading it. I think one of the most memorable moments in the book is when Denise reminds us that it's actually okay for good things to happen to us every day. And after reading that section, I actually ran straight to my vision board and put that note on there. And no joke, within an hour, I had an invitation to be featured in one of the biggest magazines in Australia. Um, A month later, I've just had a five-figure month and the blessings just keep on coming. I absolutely can't believe it. And I am so grateful for reading this book. So thank you so much, Denise. Hi, my name's Jo Moores and I'm a yoga teacher based in Sleaford in the UK and I listened to Get Rich Lucky Bitch last summer on audio and I loved it because Denise's voice is like a a gal pal having a chat with you over a glass of wine and what I really loved, my big breakthrough was learning that I didn't have to be working really hard to earn really good money. That was a huge breakthrough for me. So Denise, thank you so much for that. Okay, welcome back. And um, we're talking about celebrating success and celebrating money and what that might bring up for us. So I shared that I um, am someone who just moves on very quickly to the next thing and how hard that can be, especially if that is, is your personality and how you can just like stop and anchor that in for a second. So let me share a couple of things that I've I've done to check myself before I wreck myself because I – I'll still do this if I don't, okay? So one thing is I look at um, a launch, like say, for example, I'm launching Money Boot Camp, and I block in celebration to force myself to celebrate after it. So it could be I book in a massage, I book in a spa day, I book in a lunch with friends, um, and I book it in so I can't move it. And so celebration for you might not be champagne and balloons, it might be pausing before you move on to the next thing. Okay, so it could be pausing and being forced to lie on a table for an hour. And that's painful for me because I'm like, oh, I need to do the next thing. I need to do this, 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 and this. And lying there and being forced to pause for a second and acknowledge it is very powerful. So you can do that ahead of time. You can just book it in. Um, I recently booked in a uh, like a, a party. And I, I'm not a great one for celebrating my birthday, I'll admit, but I booked like a picnic where someone came, came in and they catered for it. And it was at the farm. And it was like not necessarily a celebration to like go, oh, everyone has to look at me and I'm going to do a speech. But it was more just like, let's just have something pleasurable to anchor in after a big event. Okay, so it doesn't even have to be about you in that way, but it's, oh, thanks, Siri. Siri just popped up. Um, It doesn't even have to be about you, but it's taking the pause and like linking a good thing and a good memory to that success. Okay, now you might be someone who's great at, at celebrating and you're just like, Denise, what are you even talking about? So you might love people celebrating you. You might love having a party where you're the center of attention. 
or where people celebrate you or you make a speech. And that's cool too. Keep on keep on doing it. But I guess this episode is more for the people who struggle a little bit with it. And if you are good at it, share that. Share it and inspire other people and encourage other people to do it because you know you might not realize how hard it is for others to do it. Okay, here's another thing that I've done once and it's so powerful from a manifesting point of view. Really, really powerful. So the first year of my business full-time, um, I made $225 in my first month. I was thrilled, right? Absolutely thrilled. And then I, and I, so I celebrated myself and I would send a text message to Mark for every sale I made for probably the first couple of years. Now, that is a really great way to celebrate and to anchor it in and make it real. The caveat is to do it to people who will celebrate you. Okay, so this is a business bestie. This is... Um, if you've got a supportive partner around that, this is your biggest cheerleader, okay? You don't want anyone to go, oh, oh, that sounds really weird or, oh, my gosh, are you qualified to do this? Or, oh, it sounds like you're charging too much or or who will freak you out with their money stuff. You need someone who can hold it and celebrate it and not be triggered by it, okay? So this is such a good way to, to celebrate stuff. If you are in Money Boot Camp, if you're in that group, we encourage celebration in that group so much. We encourage you to share your numbers in that group um, because we will celebrate you whether you it's your first ebook for $5 or your million dollar year. We celebrate it in the same way because we know that it, it takes the same. It takes the same amount of work, okay? Um, so you need someone to hold that space for you, even if you don't want to do it publicly. Now, the other thing that I did, which was really cool, my first sold out workshop, which I barely made any money of it because I was, I undersold, I undercharged it and then I over delivered and I didn't have an idea about how much it would cost me to run it. So I didn't actually make that much money out of it. But after that first workshop, I was so freaking proud of myself. I was like, wow, I overcame my resistance to charging. I overcame my visibility resistance. I overcame my bossiness resistance about being in charge and telling people what to do. I overcame all my imposter syndrome of who am I to tell people about how to do dream boards, all the things. So what I did after that workshop, instead of going home and going straight into mum mode, I went to the fanciest restaurant in town. And I mean, I live in Newcastle. We're not super fancy there. So it's not like it was a zillion dollar restaurant that I couldn't get a reservation at because it was like a Saturday Saturday night. So I went there and I ordered myself a glass of champagne. And I reckon I had like $17 in my bank account, right? So I checked my bank account to see if I could also order a little snack. And I had just enough to order a glass of champagne. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try this poutine thing. It sounded fancy. It sounded French and fancy. And it's basically, um, sorry, Canadians, it's basically just fries and gravy and cheese, right? Uh, but it sounded super fancy. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to order this poutine. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. And this glass of champagne and I'm going to toast myself. So I sat there by myself feeling like a fancy bitch. And I toasted myself and I said, universe, more of this. I'm calling in more success, more money, more clients, um, more visibility. I am calling in success in my business, more of this. So this is such a powerful ritual, okay? And now I actually found out I'm allergic to champagne. And so it didn't feel good afterwards necessarily, but I was still on that high, right? And so the very powerful manifesting thing is to acknowledge what you've done and ask for more of it, 
more, please. Send me more of this. And you've got to be specific, though, because if you've read my book, Lucky Bitch, and I talked about how I manifested this six months all expenses paid honeymoon, working for a honeymoon company, making videos, I made a wish on my own honeymoon under the stars. I said, universe, send me more of this. I meant more ease and pleasure and adventure and travel and warmth. I didn't mean honeymoons, but I wasn't specific. So I manifested a honeymoon <laughs> a honeymoon job. Um, read about that in my book, Lucky Bitch, by the way. So be specific. More of this. What do you want more of? More clients. More interviews. Like you might have just had your first podcast interview. Celebrate it and say, hey, universe, I'm open for this. I'm open for more podcast interviews. I'm celebrating it. And better yet, if you can do that publicly and say, hey, guys, I just did my first podcast interview. I'm so excited. Just to let you know, I am open for more podcast interviews. If you want to interview me, um, send me a DM. And this is what I can talk about. So the public celebration is my last thing that I want to share. And it is very powerful to share that because it is inspiring to other people. It's inspiring f- to see someone celebrating their success. And yes, it might bring up stuff for you, which is always worthy of looking at, always worthy of working through of like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm too big for my boots. People are going to think I'm showing off. That's stuff to work on. Okay. But the plus side of that is, wow, people are going to be so inspired and they'll celebrate you. So it could be, I just did my first, you know, I did my first workshop. I just did my first photo shoot. I just had my first client in this new field of my business. I just sold my first passive income. Okay. And do it publicly for sure. And sometimes there's things that you want to share just in a mastermind or a group like Money Bootcamp where it's safe to do it. But, you know, share like, I just bought my first um, Apple Mac. That might be so inspiring. And I remember I remember when I did that the first time. I had a crappy laptop and I bought my first laptop. And you might go, oh, God, it's so naff to brag about things like that. But I, it was a big deal for me to buy my first Apple laptop. It felt like I was part of a cool kids club, but also it was symbolic that I was taking my business seriously. So I celebrated that publicly with people. Um So see where those edges are for you about where you're not allowed to celebrate, where you don't acknowledge your success, where you dismiss your success, where you deflect compliments about your success and really take the time to shift a few of those things and anchor it in. You anchor it in because then it becomes part of your new normal. This is who I am now. I have $10,000 months now every single month. This This is my new normal. But you have to celebrate it and look at it for that to be part of your foundation. Otherwise, it will just blow away with the wind because you've just completely dismissed it. If you acknowledge it, it becomes real. It becomes part of that immovable foundation for you. It becomes your new normal, your new normal. Okay, so I'd love to hear about how you want to celebrate your success, what your ahas are. But I have one more final thought for you uh, right after this short break. Hi everyone. Hey Denise. My name is Natalie Cooper. I'm a French expat residing in Dubai. I joined Money Bootcamp in April 2019 and thought I could use the lessons and support from Denise and the Facebook community of Lucky Bees to get inspired and grow my business. Uh, Main haha moment for me has been know your worth. Um, As a woman, I realized that we tend to undervalue ourselves, over-deliver and be too empathic. Um, I'd say Bootcamp is for everyone. You just need to want to change and question your situation to get a different and better outcome. 
Hi, my name's Dr. Nikki, and I'm also known as the Female Money Doctor. Now, when I first read Get Rich Lucky Bitch, I didn't actually have this business because I believed that as a doctor, I couldn't run a business because what did I know about business? But actually, after reading her book, it really shifted my thinking into how else I could make money um, and improve um, the money coming into my life. And well, the rest is history. Four years on, I'm running my business, absolutely loving it, and I've learned so much. Hi, and welcome back, and thanks so much for sticking with me. Today's final thought is about uh, a four-letter word beginning with F, fear. Fear. It is so scary sometimes to do things outside of the norm. It's scary to ask for money. It's scary to have a business. It's scary to be creative. It's scary to put your creative works out into the world. It's scary to be visible. It's scary to have a voice. All of those things are real. And remember, you know, people say, if it's your destiny, you're not going to be scared. Joan of Arc said that. I am not afraid. I was born to do this. Good on you, Joan. But I am scared all the time about new stuff and that's really normal but the things that scare you today won't scare you tomorrow I can't emphasize that enough something today that might scare you about like I don't know doing your first live stream yeah that will feel scary and because it's new and there's new tech and there's new things to think about but then soon that'll be no big deal you can do that every day and then there might be something new that you're scared of so you can't wait for the absence of fear before you move forward because it's always going to be there in some way. Absence of fear is not the goal. It's normal to feel fear. Okay, so it could be it's safe for me to feel fear and do it anyway, like that book. I can't remember who that lady was. It's safe for me to believe in myself. It's safe for me to take action even when I'm scared. And uh, fear gives you the energy to do your best in a new situation. Fear is just energy. And so don't wait for the fear. Today is your lucky day to do the thing. And if you're scared, though, you know, you don't have to do it alone. Make sure you have a mentor. You can reach out to your business bestie. If you're in money boot camp, do a post about what you're scared about. It's safe for you to talk about your fear. You're not going to manifest it by talking about it. You're just going to release it from from your body and and make you realize that it's just it is there. It's it's not your imagination. Okay. I will see you next week um, on Chill and Prosper. Feel that fear. It's it's totally okay. It's not going to go away completely, but you can go do the thing. Tell me what thing you're going to do, by the way, if you need an extra little cheerlead. I'm at Denise DT everywhere. Tell me the thing that you're going to do. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.